0: No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. It not matter what you say. The Wrestling the Round presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H., What you'll get ready to listen to is an interview I had with Ruthless Lala. She is known as the Queen of Lariats, the Queen of Chops, Queen Super Savage Sayin'. That's all I'm going to give you. Get ready, sit back, enjoy the interview as she talks about her wrestling career as well as balancing being a single mother and a professional wrestler. Ladies and gentlemen, the interview with... Ruthless Lala. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, I have a very special guest on this episode of Break It Down with Brian H., brought to you by the Wrestling Realm, and that is the one, the only, the ruthless, Miss Ruthless Yaya, Lala. I'm so sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's Look, what we Hi
1: that's what we're doing you're just gonna bring me i just make it just slaughter my whole no 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 now now, now the, the, the funny part about it is is there's a wrestler out there named yaya shout out to yaya and it's funny because when i met yaya i told him i was like you know that if we ever wrestle they're gonna be like let's go yaya i'm gonna be like it's lala and then when they say lala, they're saying yaya so you're cool you're cool only because you know i'm gonna take that as a compliment because yaya is my homeboy so Shout
0: out to Yaya. <laughs> okay, Miss Lala. I just had a Hulk Hogan moment at WrestleMania 30. Well, am um, me the N-word, so we're good, brother. See what ooh. I did? <laughs> <laughs> That's I did. true. So um, let's get started. So how did you get into professional wrestling? You know, I was sitting here, you know, watching a clip of you, and this is what made me, you know, uh, when I presented you in the wrestling for the culture, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago. You gave somebody one of the most reckless Clotheslines, and I was like, Wow, I I do not want to be on her bad side. Which I just saw you uh gave uh Savannah a little taste this past weekend.
1: Oh man, every everybody that I get in the ring with they always catch the lullaby like, nobody is safe, nobody is safe. You catch the lullaby, you're going night night, respectfully. Um, man, I used to sneak around, yo. Uh, when my mom was asleep, I would sneak and I would watch wrestling and uh. My mom was a, my mom was a minister, so I was a preacher's kid. So I like I had a very sheltered life. You know what I mean? And so like my mom was Pentecostal at that time. So everything was the devil, including TV. So I always mm-hmm. she sleep. And like we had like one of those old school TVs where you had to put like the little pliers on it when the knob breaks. And when you yep. turn it on, you like, you're like a little click because it's like it's that old TV with the flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. And so like I would have to try to do it slowly so my mom wouldn't hear me. And I try to do it like really, really low. So, but that never really worked out. (laughs) It never really worked out at all. Because she would always end up waking up and say, hey, turn it off. And I'd be like, yes, ma'am. And so, but I would turn the knob for the volume. So she would think I turned it off, but it'd still be on. So there was a couple of times I was able to get away with it. And um, I used to watch WWE. Well, it was WWF at that time. And um, then my uncle, uh, God rest his soul, uh, he used to always throw me around like the house. He never treated me like a woman like he treated me as if i like, i was his nephew and not his niece you know which made me superly rough you know and be able to take a lot and because of my uncle like he actually gave me a lot of wisdom and a uh, a lot of knowledge on how to like car wise like men stuff it's mm-hmm. like like i can do my own tune up i can change my own tire i can change my own brakes um my uncle taught me a lot, and uh, for that level, I'll always be grateful, and so that's pretty much where I got my start, and as I kept getting older, I told my mom I wanted to be a wrestler instead of a doctor, and she was livid, mm-hmm. Woo! oh my god, like, I, I'm just glad I didn't get a beating for that, because she was mad, she's like, no, you're gonna be a doctor, you're gonna go, you're gonna make a lot of money, and I was like, well, I can't make money as a wrestler, mom. She's like, it's not discussion. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You know, you already know how it is. You know what I mean? Like if you yep. about talking back, like your face gonna be on the floor. I still never understand that saying about talk to me again and your face gonna be on the floor. So does that mean my face is gonna get attached and it's gonna literally be on the floor, you can to pick it up. Is there gonna be blood everywhere? Like, these are questions <laughs> I wish that like I, I, I never understood why parents said that because now that I'm a parent, I do the same exact thing. So that's like a little bit of how I got started. Um I, after I got out of school, actually, uh, I was a freshman in high school, and I ended up finding out that there was local wrestling. It was a professional championship wrestling in Arlington, Texas. Um, mm-hmm. I started going with a friend of mine from my school, and automatically I was hooked. And uh, I started paying my dues, start being security, helping them with the ring. Uh, showing up super early, helping with the session, like being a runner for the wrestlers, like whatever they needed. Like it was it was inside the Six Flags Mall. So I was actually able to, like, everything that they wanted was in there. So I just go out the back way, go in the mall, go get what they needed and came back. And um, it started from there. That's actually where I met Jazz and Rodney Mack. And uh, I've known them ever since I was 14 years old. Um, they have been by far the very instrumental to my life. Uh, they have helped me out very, various times. I've actually had the pleasure of wrestling jazz in Tennessee, Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, and Texas. Oh, wow. Um, I, I love those two to death. I call them auntie and uncle. Um, they will for all forever be family to me until, like, my last breath. I love them very much so. So, thank you to them. Um, and after that, man, it's just uh, I said once I got out of high school, I was going to go for it. And I graduated, uh, 2003. And after that, I went all the way in. I got me a job at Starbucks at the airport. Um, after that, uh, I like put two checks back, ended up getting a, um, I'm going to put out my first deposit at a PCW. And after that, I ended up getting me a car. So like, after I got off for of work, I went straight to training. And, uh, my trainers at that time was BJ Turner, Lance Boyd, and Steve DeMarco. I finished my training with Steve DeMarco. Um I still learn things from Lance and uh BJ Turner. But mm-hmm. uh, my my trainer is Steve DeMarco. Like by far uh aka sexy guy. Uh go check him out. Hashtag sexy guy. He has T-shirts on what a maneuver. Yep, I'm plugging all of that. Yep. Shout out to there Steve. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so, plug away. <laughs> um yeah that, that's that's pretty much where I got started at uh I used to, I used to have this thing to where I'm a tomboy. If anybody can't see, it's it's pretty plain to see that I'm a tomboy. So I would hang out with my friends and we would like crack jokes on each other. So when I got mm-hmm. into training, you know, the trainers would crack jokes and they would crack jokes with all the other guy, all the other trainees, and the trainees wouldn't say nothing. And I'd be like, man, how did you let like them punk y'all like that? And So then, like, they'll say something to me, and like, I'll have a clap back for them that they wasn't expecting, and. Mm-hmm. It would, up and so when they got stuck, I had to do blow up
0: drills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it got to the point to where literally they used to take turns flipping a coin to see who was gonna kick my ass. It was I felt honored, honestly. You know, I I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so tough now is because mm-hmm. I got my ass whooped and training every single day. There wasn't a day I didn't go home and like soak in uh Epsy salt and just be like sweet baby, Jesus. I'm going back in tomorrow.
0: (laughs) So you talked about now, you know that you're a parent, and you know how how does your kids feel about you wrestling, and how often you know, like, and their friends, and you know how cool is it for them to be able to say, "My mom's a wrestler."
1: Um, it was rough at first because I've been doing it for 16 years, Mm -hmm. and. um when I first tried to progress of how I wanted to progress, like I was constantly in San Antonio and Austin, like wrestling. And I was never at home, which was in Grand Prairie, Texas. So when they were still young, like they felt that I left them, or I had abandoned them and uh, just went on and tried to just have a life without them, which that, that never was the thing. Mm-hmm. And when i found that out it like broke my heart because i would i would never abandon my kids at all one of the main reasons of why i do what i do is because of my kids and my mom you know like this this has been my job for 16 years even if i had side jobs this was my primary job and Mm -hmm. um, so to have my kids to feel that i abandoned them it, it it really broke my heart and i wanted to let them know that that wasn't the case and um situation happened to where my mom lost uh, their place in Grand Prairie and at that point in time I was in um the valley um like coming forward I was like in the valley and they had a literally um I literally stopped everything and everything like all the money that I had I went and I went and got them brought them to where I was and you know we started a new life and I said that after my mom ever got out of that apartment that I was going to put my mom into a whole, like, like her own house. No mm-hmm. apartment, her own house where she's at peace and everything is good. So, um, after I found it out, I sat down with my kids and I explained everything to them. And after I explained everything to them and they actually came to a show and they saw it live for themselves, like, they cry. And I was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm okay. And they was like, no. They was like, no, no. They was like, that was amazing. They was like, these people are, like, are like screaming for you. This is cool. Like, I don't even know what to say. And so I was just like, well, awesome. And, like, after that, they end up, like, having an understanding. I'm letting you in. Hold on. Oh, my, so my kids seeing you wrestle kind of changed a lot and then me sitting down having a conversation with them and letting them know that I would never leave them or abandon them. One of the main reasons I'm doing this, you know, is to make sure that, you know, we're financially stable. Um, On top of it being my dream, you know, and on top of with everything that I'm going through, like, I can't, like, my health conditions kind of keep me from being able to get a normal job. So, this is by far the, the best job I can have right now with everything that I'm going through, given my circumstances and the fact that they understand more than ever now. And they support me. It's a, uh, it's amazing not to mention that they have their game system,
0: that <laughs> you
1: know, the Xbox one does wonders.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and so, you know, Fortnite all day. So they're happy as long as they have V-Bucks. <laughs>
0: now, do you think they would ever want to be in the business?
1: Here's the funny thing about it. um, my son has actually been to wrestling shows. he's helped out um I've taken him with me to some promotions and he'll go and he'll help him with the ring so he you know he knows the pay and dues um for him, he's more of a gamer. My daughter, on the other hand, yes, she actually we had a show, and I had to leave to go get like some supplies.
0: And I came back, and
1: there's, like, a whole bunch of wrestlers. just salty. And I'm like, what's wrong? And they was like, your, your daughter's showing out. I was like, what do you mean my daughter's showing out? And they showed me a video of my daughter literally on the top rope, and she she does literally a perfect moonsault.
0: Wow. And lands. On the and I was
1: <laughs> like, I'm jealous.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. You know, we just saw Ricochet make – well, I don't know if you've been watching Raw yet uh, – but nonetheless, you know she's out there doing moves like him.
1: Yeah, man, and, and it's like I, I want to make sure that I get her, you know, in gymnastics mm-hmm. because that's something that I I believe that she would do to the to the best of her abilities because she loved tumbling, she loved flipping. Like I can't get it to stop flipping off of everything. I'm like, stop it, stop flipping. And she'll get on there, watch this, and she'll like just bounce on the on the mattress. this, and she'll just stand and just do a backflip. I was like, you know what? I can't stand you.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. So what's been um what's been your biggest accomplishment thus far in your career?
1: Oh man, getting out of Texas. Okay. <laughs> uh, like I said, I've been wrestling for 16 years and um I've wrestled in Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas. Kansas, Colorado, uh, North Carolina. Here recently, Georgia, and um, Georgia and North Carolina just now started happening for me. October of last year, Um, and honestly, to be able to reach a level to where there's people that I've watched and I get to meet, and they're like, "Oh, I'm a fan of yours." I'm just like, "Holy crap!" Like, thank you very much. Um, my, my, my biggest accomplishment, if I think about it, besides Texas, getting out of Texas would be the fact that, um, I battled skin cancer for 10 years mm-hmm. and I beat it last year. Oh, and, amen
0: uh, to that. Praise Jesus.
1: And, uh, it was very hard because like, I, I still kept wrestling. And, um, I pushed for it, and there were times that i I literally thought that I would never come back, there was something I wanted to quit, and to still be here through everything, I would say, um to still be able to do what I love is by far one of the biggest accomplishments that yeah. I have thus far.
0: Yeah, wow. so like, how does like were you um if you don't mind me asking, did you were you on chemo while you were wrestling?
1: No, my body actually rejected chemo. Um, I had like I was taking at least like six, six different medications on top of four medications for my anxiety and my depression, not to mention injections that I had to take. I had to take two injections a day. Um, it was the worst. It was literally the worst. Like people really never really knew what I was going through. Um it was it was hard. It was really hard because it would make my body super fatigued to where I would want to go work out and I can't, I would get depressed because I couldn't go work out and I would just lay in bed and like the medicine just put weight on me. And it's just got, it just got to like a really dark time for me and uh, people who I would have never expected to have my back were there for me instead of the people that I've known for the longest, which was very weird, but I felt blessed at the same time because it, it showed me, who was for me? and Who wasn't? And I got those negative people out of my life, and um, it helped me push forward
0: even more. Yeah, isn't it crazy how that always happens?
1: Man, like just now, like people that I used to have in my circle are not part of my circle anymore. There's people right now they're on their they're, they're on their way out of my circle as well. And um, you know, usually I would probably make a big deal about it, but I don't because one. I've seen people who don't know me from knowing me that has literally been there and had my back. And, uh, like, I would never thought that people who were family to me, you know, would be the people that would disappoint me the most. And the people who just came in my life have been more family to me than half the people that I've known in my wrestling career, which has been crazy. But at the same time, it's who I need in my life, and I know who I don't need in my life.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. What's been your um, like when you think about your career? What's been your favorite match you've had?
1: Oh God, you put me on the
0: spot. (laughs) Uh, I'm a journalist.
1: Does have to be one?
0: Give me you as many as you you know that that come to mind.
1: Um, definitely my matches with Jazz were very fun. Um, I would like to go up against her again now now that I've grown so much I would like to go up against her for uh, her NWA gold respectfully
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I had an amazing match with Awesome Kong Um, I had a cool six man tag against uh, Teddy Hart which I like I will forever never be able to like forget you know being able to be in the ring with Teddy Hart I understand that you know he has a reputation or whatever but for me, I stayed at Teddy Hart for God knows how long from Wrestle Society X, Triple A, um, Ring of Honor, everything. So to be able to be in a ring with him, get my ass kicked by him respectfully, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrestled um, Ray Rowe and uh, Crazy Mary Dobson mm-hmm. before they um, yep,
0: I remember. <laughs>
1: went to the WWE. It was uh, me and my ex tag team partner, Tony Strong. It was strong style against Rowe and... Uh, Crazy Mary Dawson. That match was amazing. I had a blast. Uh I had a triple threat with Holly Dead and Thunder Rosa. That was fun. Um, I had a triple threat with Nicole Savoy and Jessica James. That match was fun as well. Um I had a dream match with Andy Dalton. Um, my match with Savannah Evans here yesterday was by far one of the most funnest, dopest matches that I've had. And um
0: yeah, I beat the brakes off each other.
1: <laughs> man, man I, I I love it. You know, like it was a a lot of people it was like it was a female hoss match, and I was like, I'll take that. I will take that all day. You know, and uh, she's a she she's a a good woman. She's a good kid. Uh, she has a bright future ahead of her, and uh, it'll will always be an honor to be in the ring with her. Um, I also. Um, it's kind of a touchy subject because, uh, you know, it it, it, it it still stings. But uh, one of the matches that I enjoyed was that I had the honor and the pleasure of uh, teaming up with the Gymnasty Boys mm-hmm. to take on uh, the Hellfire Club, which was uh, to get bundles and uh, Joe Black and they had a movie mic part of their uh, club. Um, and it was a good match until... You know, my best friend kicked me in the face and dropped me on my head. Ooh. Uh, Timmy Lou Redden is trash. Like, I hate him with a passion, respectfully and disrespectfully. But uh, that that was one of the accomplishments that I really enjoyed before it all turned straight to shit. So,
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's just the worst. Like, 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 it, like, it sucks to like, be like, hey, you know, what is one of your accomplishments? You know what? Mm. I got to tackle the gymnasty boys, and it was great before Timmy Lou kicked me in my face and dropped me on my head. It was amazing. I appreciate it. It's mm. awesome. Nothing more says we're best friends than getting dropped on your head.
0: Yeah, wow. So, has there ever been a time where you wanted to go into like straight shooter mode in a situation like that or similar? Um,. Well,
1: I was blacked out. Like, I like, I wish I could tell you, like, what happened after that, but I couldn't. All I know is by the time I woke up, I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital for about, like, two days.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: we we haven't seen each other at all. And, like, I feel like the day I see him, I'm going to punch him straight in the face. Like, right in the throat. Like, we are supposed to be cool, man. And, like, for you to just do what you did and then go and boast about it. That's... We got serious problems. But, um... I've never shot on anybody, Mm -hmm. but I have been in matches to where men and women tried me Mm -hmm. and thought that I was a punk, and I had to reiterate of why I was just that damn ruthless. Mm -hmm. And then I think more problems.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's one of those things sometimes as, uh, my partner, the real Dwayne Allen, uh, my co-host on the wrestling room, always says, uh, take respect to fire
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> so what's in the future for you? What's in the future for the ruthless one?
1: Well, uh, honestly, I really want to be everywhere. Um <laughs> I I would love to be a part of Queens of Combat um, I would love to get an opportunity to wrestle at uh, CZW uh, WSU Shine, uh, WWN Evolve uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling um, but besides all of that my main thing that I want to do honestly is go to Japan Japan okay. uh, Japan and uh, the UK because that is literally where I feel like everything that I want to learn and everything that's going to take me to the next level—that's where it's at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm 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 trying my best to get it, and I finally got new gear. So that's another <laughs> step. Forward. So, like, oh god, like I've had the same gear for maybe like. Like, like the struggle is real, you know, like being a single, like being a single parent and being a single mother, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of your kids and your mom, you know, like all the money that I get, I'm lucky if I have like 20 or 40 bucks to spend on myself. So, you know, my mom always taught me to work with what you have and um, my gear finally reached that peak of where it couldn't take no more and I couldn't take no more and uh, shout out to uh, Stacy T for uh, doing my gear uh, for my match yesterday with Savannah. And uh, it's something that is way out of my comfort zone because I, I'm more of a clothed, like I'm very much clothed. Like I have the 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 two-piece, so it, it's never been a one-piece.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so uh, didn't know how I was going to feel about it and uh, came out and so I watched the video and I was like, woo, okay. I can do this. I was like, "Wow, that's a lot of cake. That's a lot <laughs> of cake, man." Like, okay, we need to like take like a little bit more seams in, so you know we will see all these cakes because that's a lot of. That's like four birthday cakes in one. That's just crazy. <laughs> like, just, I was like, "Wow," but like, it, it was good to see it because I, I, I was kind of bummed and like because I've been working out and I I thought maybe like I lost my butt yeah. and so seeing my gear. And seeing how everybody couldn't stop looking at my butt, it was it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully, I felt really good about it. Like they're just like, "Hey, that's let me get that gear." No, it's my gear. So you know that, that made me feel good. So um, uh, I, I I really I'm trying to get some bookings for WrestleMania weekend. Okay, even if I don't, I'm still gonna be there because you know. Card is always something to change at indie shows. Yep. Always. Even on the mainstream. So um, I figure I show up super duper early, um, get there, help out with the ring. And, you know, maybe I could be a ring announcer or I could be like a dark match or something. You know what I mean? And even if not, just social networking and getting um, more, um, more out there it's it's always a plus, and that's one thing that I try to tell guys all the time They don't wanna listen. It's like, you know, if you want it, you got to go out there and get it. Like, it's not going to come to you. Mm-hmm. I don't care how cool or cold you are. It's not going to come to you unless you go out there and you get it, and you have so many guys at the point to where they're just like, oh, well, if I'm not booked on a show, I, I don't want to go.
0: That's true. And,
1: and it's like, you're going to be like, you're worse than a weekend warrior, bro. Like, this is... Where do you think you're going with this? Like you have to get out there and get it. And and that's one of the reasons of why me being gone from Texas is really good for me and it's a it's a it's a stress relief because uh going back home after um being in Georgia. I, I left Texas November eighteenth and um I went to Georgia to get out more because in Georgia everything else around is quicker to get to instead of being in Texas and trying to get out. Okay. And so, because, um, like, Texas, it's, it's it takes forever to get out of Texas. It's the worst. That's and it's not... depressing. It's depressing. It's super depressing. Like, we went from Texas to Colorado, and it was, like, 16 hours. And when I tell you 12 of those hours was getting the fuck out of Texas, excuse my language,
0: it was the worst.
1: Just <laughs> the worst. Just sweet Jesus. It's the worst. And, like, now I'm in Georgia. North Carolina is five hours. Florida is five hours everything around me is like five to six hours, you know, it's closer. Like even from here to Canada, it's 13 hours. And I'm like, that's a lot better than two days. <laughs> like seriously. Um. So I, I came back. I left November 18th from Texas and I came back and I'm pretty sure this is going to give me a lot of heat, but I could care less. Um, I came back and it was different because the people who still, uh, excuse my language again, who, like, no, the the people who mess with me and, like, are my true friends, you know, like, they were there. But everybody else, it was kind of, like, sarcastic congratulations. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, uh, okay.
1: Hey, congratulations. Uh, I wish somebody would have vouched for me, and da, da 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 And I'm like, what do you mean, vouch? Like, nobody? First off, do you think that if people vouch for me, it took me to 16 years now to finally get to where I need to get to? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that I've gotten, I busted my ass. And if somebody has vouched for me is because if they saw the, the passion that I had, you know what I mean? Yep. And that's it. There's no, I didn't get a free ride. I didn't get nothing. Like I had to bust my ass to get to where I'm at now. And I still got more ass to bust to get to where I need to be. And so it was heartbreaking to be back home and to have so much hate around you and so much negativity. You know, it was to the point to where, like, I enjoyed being with my family, but it was hurtful because the people who made such a big deal about me not being there when I got back, you know, didn't have nothing to say to me or was upset or was like, well, you need to, like, vouch for me and, you know, hook me up with. I'm not hooking you up with shit. Excuse my language, but I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, I'm- you got to get out there and get it. You know, like, you have to get up and go out there and get it yourself. You know, and it's like, I'm not a selfish person, but people have, like, been telling me this forever. They're like, you need to become a selfish person. It's like, you give way entirely too much. And when, you know, it's not giving back, it's like, it does a great deal to you more than what it would have done if you were just selfish. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm starting to see that more and more. Like, if you're part of my squad, I got you back into my last breath. That's just like, 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 word is bond you know, but if you're not, and you're you're an associate, like, just move around, you know what I mean, and that's just really how it is, it's it's not jacked up, those are just facts, you know, like, if I have a squad, and we're on the same mind state, and we out here both getting this money, and we out here both progressing, and we can get together, and have dope stories about how much progressing we've done, and how about when we sat down, and like, Three years from now, when we sat down and said, "Man, I, I never thought I would get here," and like three years later, look, look, look where we're at. You know, that's the people that I like to be around. People that are positive. People that can help lift me up if I get bummed out, instead of you know, like making me feel worse than what I already do. You know what I mean? Yep. That Makes sense. So yeah, I'm sorry I kind of went off in a rant.
0: Oh no, talk, talk. I'm, I'm always love down for a good story.
1: <laughs> Man, it is. It's, it's just like. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because um, – I don't know what it is. But it, it, I used to really get bummed, and I used to, like, have conversations with my trainer and my best friends. And uh, I used to just tell them, like, man, like, bro, like, should I still wrestle? Like, am I trash? And, like, I had, like – one of my best friends was, like, shut up. <laughs> like, like, he feel like, like, he was, like, shut up. He was, like, if you were trash, I would tell you. Mm-hmm. I would definitely tell you like trust me we're cool but we're not that cool or I'll lie to you you was like trash I'll tell you straight up no questions asked and I was like I appreciate it and you know so it's like people don't know who I am but people know who I am gotcha. and it sucks because it's like people will see stuff that I post read this on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram and they will share it you know and it's just like it's like why not you know what I mean and it gets me bummed out sometimes because I'm like you know we gotta look out for each other. You know what I mean? Mm. And People don't wanna look out for each other. They just want to cut through each other, and it's just like it's the worst. And so, to have the people that I have in my life now, uh, it's literally unreal. Like, it's like I literally wake up, um, every day and just like, wow, like this, like, am I dreaming right now? You know, like I haven't had so much positivity in my life in a long time. And from the end of September up until now, even though I've had, like, some rough spots, I've had, like, a lot of positivity in my life, which is, like, by far amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If that makes sense.
0: No, it, it definitely does. Um, and it's, it's good to see that that transition is becoming more positive, you know? Definitely. And especially, you know, like you said, I mean... Would you rather it happen that way, especially heading into WrestleMania season?
1: <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, like I, I would rather have somebody watching my back who I know has my back and is not waiting for me to turn around so they can stab me in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If, if I can tell you how many times I've been stabbed in my back, it's it's been the worst. And um, I remember my, um, my best friend, he was telling me that um, he's like, to progress in this business – your Your mindset has to be better than your
0: moveset. oh, I like that,
1: and uh he was like, If people know that them attacking you is going to get to you, he was like, then they're gonna always use that against you. Mm-hmm. He was like't. He's like, don't let people who ain't who haven't done shit in this business get to you
0: mm hmm
1: you know, and, 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 and that's one of the things that it's, for a second, it took me a time to understand because my philosophy is, if I'm not bothering you, let me be. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I'm not messing with your bookings, like, don't come and mess with mine because you feel like I should do this and because I'm not doing it the way that you want it, you want to, like, disrespect me or come at me some type of way. You know, like, um, here recently, I did the, um, I had a match with Savannah Stone at Towns Wrestling. And, you know, when she went for the sliced bread and I threw her on, on, onto the outside, I received so much heat. So much. Like, I had people hitting me up, being like, oh, my God, that was reckless. Uh, we're supposed to take care of each other in the ring. And you purposely dropped her on her head. And i was like, first of all, how do you purposely drop somebody on their head from inside the ring? I was like, I would literally have to follow her all the way outside the ring and drop her on her head. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like I was getting like all type of whiplash. Like, well, this is why women don't want to work you, and da da da. And I was like, well, that may be the case in Texas, but women outside of Texas don't have no problem working me, and I've been having fun just fine, you know. Right. And it, it 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 put me in a phone because mm-hmm. it feels like anytime that I put something out that's very positive as far as my wrestling. Or there's something that's like, holy crap, look at this is what happened. Somebody has to come and just be like the barrier of bad news. You know, just because they want to be, you know, and they just want to be seen. And so um, I was letting it get to me. And then it finally hit me like a kick to the face. And I was just like, man, I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, so why am I going to sit here and worry about people who won are not part of my wrestling career. Two, don't pretty much know shit from shit. And three, it's my life. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm going to do what's best for me. And if you don't like it, then that's you. You know? So it took me a while, but the common sense finally hit me like a boomerang to the face. (laughs) (laughs) just like, hey. And then everything that all my homies have told me, it finally, like, hit me, because I'm I'm very emotional, that's one thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm very emotional, and I'm very passionate about wrestling, and uh, that was one of the things that me and Stevie sat down, me and Stevie Richards, we sat down, and we talked about it, and he was like, because uh, I was just really going through a lot, and uh, I was able to sit down with Stevie, and talk to him, and catch up with him from like five years, and um, I told him, I was like, man, it's just hard, yo, and he's like, you have the same problem I have. He's like, we care way too much about the wrestling business. He's like, you know, he's like, sometimes he's like, you got to just step back mm-hmm. because if you don't, he's like, this is going to put you in your grave. You know, like you're constantly worrying about everything and worrying about this, worrying about this, he's like, fuck that. Just have fun.
0: Right.
1: You know, and at the end of the day, that's really what it's about. Just have fun. And, uh, and that's what I started to do. So now I'm just like, you know, I have a new attitude. Where I have new gear, new attitude, new mindset, uh I know what I want, I know where I want to be, and uh hey trying to trying to get it the the best way I can, and I think that's why my uh my friends always joke with me and they was like, hey, always remember this is one of the reasons why you will never like you'll always be single and I was like that's just me it's like what like it's like what man is gonna want to be with a woman that can beat him up?" I was
0: like
1: I, <laughs> I won't put my hands on nobody. <laughs> so, so but yeah,
0: just well, everybody hard. certainly don't understand the lifestyle.
1: And it, it, it and they don't. And so like it's it's hard because it's like I try to stay far, like I try to keep business, business and personal, personal. Mm-hmm. Like I would be lying if 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 I didn't say that like there wasn't like somebody that I had a crush on, but you know we're just gonna leave it like that, <laughs> you know, because like trying to trying to date somebody outside of the wrestling business is the worst because yeah. they don't understand. Like that's like that's been the main thing that I've had to deal with is like a guy be like, hey what are you doing? Oh, you know, so what do you do for a living? I'm a professional wrestler. Oh, so like all oh, wrestling. No, like professional wrestling. Oh, and so one or two things will happen from that. They'll either be like, oh, that fake shit, and then that ends our whole conversation. Like, yeah. date, nothing. do not pass go, do not collect $200. <laughs> or it'll be the, oh, well, uh, if you're my woman, then you can't wrestle because I'm, you know, I, I feel some type of way about a dude trying to fill up on you while y'all wrestling. And I'm like, really?
0: You know, I will tell anybody, 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 and I've never been in like I've never been a professional wrestler. Uh, shout out to uh, Vampire Kindred who showed me how to take a bump. Uh, we was working. I was working this company called RCW Real Championship Wrestling. Here in Baltimore, and I was um, as the so- I was a backstage announcer and social media person, and I got in the ring. You know, I was always wanted to do it, and I started running the ropes. He said, "You want me to show you how it's done?" I said, "Sure." He showed me how it was done. He said, "Now we do a thing called bumps." Now in my head, I don't want to do that because I'm that hurt, but I could not disrespect him because I was in his world and in his canvas. Where he paints a picture and would we'll be painting a picture later that night. So I took it. And I tell anybody, if you ever get in that ring, you would never call it fake. I can promise you that. <laughs> you can say predetermined. Do not call it fake.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I tell him like, I was like, whatever you do, like, and I'd they'd be like, y'all, you talking about that fake stuff? I'm like, no, predetermined. It's like fake stuff. No predetermined <laughs> and mm-hmm. like I'll have to try to explain it to them and like they'll catch it and then some won't catch it and it's just like alright
0: mm-hmm no well I'm going to get ready to wrap things up so um, where can the people find you you know uh, for bookings and for social media just if, you know your fans want to interact
1: Um, you can catch me on Twitter at queen no, no, no. Uh, at Ruthless Lala, um, my Twitter name is LariatsRus. R Us.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: So if you just put at Ruthless Lala, you'll see Laryets R Us, will pop up. Uh, Instagram, straight Ruthless One, S T R the number eight, R U T H L E S S the number one. Um, it's the same for my SoundCloud. I I I do music, so go on there, check it out. Uh, support. Uh, respectfully um tanya harris on facebook or you can add my athletics page just if you see me in person don't call me tanya i hate it uh you might get super kicked you know i can't promise anything no.
0: um
1: i was at a wrestling show last night and a friend of mine's who haven't seen it forever i was like mm-hmm. getting ready to go to the back wow. to get ready for the show and all of a sudden i just heard somebody as loud as day tanya and i turned around and i was like oh hell no I was like, Whoa. and I saw him. I said, "Have you lost your rabbit ass, mine?" <laughs> I said, "What's wrong with you?" He's like, "Oh, you right? My bad." I said, "Might be your bad again." Punch you right in the throat, right in the throat. Just don't care. Um, you can catch me on YouTube at Ruthless Lala. Uh, have matches up on there. Um, coming up, I have February the twenty third, this Saturday, which is a uh, Total Championship Wrestling Heartache. Um, it's, uh, me and, uh, Mr. B, Ruthless Finest, the TCW, the first TCW intergender Agenda Tag Team Champion, uh, going up against Bad Boys, the former Tag Team Champions. Um, we also have Faye Jackson making her debut, uh, in Texas, which that's going to be amazing as well. Um, then where am I at? Um, mm, March 16th. You can catch me at Action Wrestling in Tyrone, Georgia. Um, the 22nd, I believe, as well. You can catch me in uh, Action and um, I have some other things coming up as well. Um, I'm actually in the process of getting my South Carolina license. So I will go on and say you will be seeing La Lala in South Carolina very much soon. Uh, you will be seeing more of me in North Carolina as well. So uh yeah man, just keep up with me. I'll be going and uh I'm trying to be more sociable on media, but sometimes like my mind and my body be trying to rest. And so I'm not the best at it, but I'm still trying to still trying to get there. Still trying to get there, respect.
0: Well, there it is, folks. Ruthless La La. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ruthless Lala. I appreciate you coming on this episode of Break Down with Brian H. Folks, make sure you check it out. I promise you, you will be impressed. Till the next time, so long, everybody.